Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercy? to the nines with suits and ties and dresses. Fancy people looked great on the outside, but it was dry. It was dryness on the inside. A lot of legalism, a lot of religion, yet the church was full because it was full of religious people doing their religious duty. And one man walked in who was poor. He didn't smell that great. Holes in his shoes, holes in his jeans, untucked shirt, disheveled. And he looked around. He just wanted to be there to learn, to seek the Lord, and he looked around and there wasn't a seat for him. But he looked up front and he saw the carpet was available in front of the first pew. And so he made his way to the front of the church. And as he walked down that center aisle, all of those eyes were looking at him. As if to say, what are you doing here? You don't belong here. And he sat down on the floor. And all the people were thinking in their minds, somebody needs to do something about this. And then one of the elders stood up, an old man who had a cane... And everybody sighed of relief, and they thought, oh, he's gonna, the elder's going to take care of this. And the old elder made his way down the center aisle with his cane, and he came alongside that man. He laid his cane down, and he feebly crawled onto the floor and sat next to him, smiled at him and said, welcome. What a testimony, and yet what a contrast. And we know that stuff goes on all the time, and we must be those who guard against it. We as Christians are supposed to point people to Jesus, not turn them away. And I never want to be that Christian that turns people away by the way I act, by the way I talk, by the way I drive. (laughs) Now you're just getting too personal. (laughs) I don't want to turn people away. I want to be the one who sits next to them and says, welcome. Because remember this, no matter what condition they come, God won't leave them that way. Do you understand? Just think about your own life. How much has God changed you since the time you became born again? And then give compassion and be patient with people because think of how many years it's taken for you to get where you're at. And and I'm just telling you, most of us, if not all of us, have a lot of work left to do, (laughs) myself included. So just remember that. Be patient. But here's what I love. I love Bartimaeus' response because he's not deterred at all. He's desperate. Just imagine, he's waited his whole life for something like this. Have you ever felt that way? You just long for the Lord. You long for something so much. You know you need deliverance. You know you need help. You know you need a healing. You know you need something. You're just crying out to the Lord. Bartimaeus knows this is his opportunity. Do you understand? Blind Bartimaeus, the man who couldn't see physically, but he could see spiritually. And he probably thought and prayed for a moment like this his entire life. And they weren't going to shut him up. We need to be bold Christians as well. You know, one of my favorite quotes from Spurgeon, and 
But I love this quote from Spurgeon. Charles Spurgeon, the Prince of Preachers, who talks about how we are to petition God, that we're to go boldly, that we're to cry out to him like Bartimaeus. He says this, Take the gates of heaven and shake them with vehemence, as though thou wouldest pull them up, post and bar and all. Stand at mercy's door and take no denial. Knock and knock and knock again, as though thou wouldest shake the very spheres, but what thou wouldest obtain an answer to thy cries. The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. Cold prayers never win God's ear. Draw thy bow with thy full strength, if thou wouldst send thy arrow up so high as heaven. As Christians, the world we live in today, it's getting increasingly dark, and we need to step up. But I'll tell you, it's going to take a people who will get on their face before our king, who will seek the Lord for the lost, who will seek the Lord for this generation, who will seek the Lord for their own holiness, that they would be changed, that they would get every bit of leaven, every bit of sin out of their life. Remember, you know, it tells us in, in 2 Chronicles seven fourteen, if my people, not the world, my people will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. Here's the thing. We need to be those who cry out with vehemence, who seek the Lord every day. I know all of you probably have friends or family that don't believe that you're crying out for, that you're believing God, that he, that he will change them, or maybe you gave up already. Don't give up. Don't give up. Be bold. Look at verse 48 again. Then many warned him to be quiet. <laughs> I love this. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. I'm not shutting up. You guys can, but I'm not. This is my opportunity to seek the king, to seek the son of David, and I'm going to do it. But I love verse 49. Because it's quite something to move God, to move Christ with your prayers. It's quite something to do that. It's a beautiful thing to move God with your prayers. It's quite another to make him stand still. Look at verse 49. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man saying to him, Be of good cheer, rise. He is calling you. Could you just imagine what he felt like in that moment? Such a beautiful picture is going on here. A beautiful picture of the gospel, really. Again, we were all sons and daughters of uncleanliness. We were all the daughters of Adam. We were all born with a sin nature, and every one of us has sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But we know this. He calls us, and he's calling you today. If you're, if you're not a believer and you're here today, he's calling you. He's calling you, just like he called Bartimaeus. That he might make you see, that he might remove your blindness, that he might make you whole. But here, blind Bartimaeus, he hears the good news that Jesus has called him. And then look at verse 50, because this is utterly profound. It really is. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. You have to know this is significant for a very big reason. Number one, Bartimaeus had a prime spot on the road outside of Jericho during a religious uh, uh, pilgrimage. This was a beautiful, wonderful spot for somebody who had to beg, a beggar who needed alms to survive. But not only that, the garment that blind people were given and other people with diseases were given, it was a validation system in ancient Israel. They would have these garments that they would wear with various stripes, and those stripes were sewn into the garment so they would know this person had a valid need. They were blind, or they were ill, or whatever their ailment was so that people walking by could be confident that they could give them alms and it would go to the right thing, that they were desperately in need. 
And so think about this. Think of what kind of faith this takes. He's throwing off his garment. The very thing that allows him to gather money. The very thing that allows him to make a living. He leaves his prime spot of real estate alongside the road. He's leaving it all. This is a beautiful picture of his faith. It's beautiful. And know this, that is a picture of the faith it takes to be born again. Because we know the first fruit of being born again, of receiving the gift of salvation, is what? Repentance. Repentance. Throwing off the old. You know, we know this, the Greek word is metanehu. And it's, it's a word that means to turn and go the other way, to change your mind. And I love that. But you've heard me talk about this before. I love the Hebrew word shub for repentance. Because it means to not only turn and go the other way, not only an act of will to change what you believe and to focus on something new, but it means to tear down the house behind you so you provide no way back. It's all or nothing. That's true repentance. And so when people come to Jesus and they receive the gospel and they receive the free gift... The first fruit of that, the evidence of that, is a changed life. Again, Jesus will take anybody the way they are, but he will not leave them that way. If there's not change in the life of a a new believer, if there's no repentance and there's no change, that's probably not a valid faith. I would say it's probably not. Because the true fruit of the gospel is a changed life. A repentant heart and a changed life, willing to cast off the old and not go back to it. Like a dog to your vomit. I know that's a gross example, but it's biblical. (laughs) And in the same way, you know, new believers need help like Bartimaeus. He's blind. How's he going to get to Jesus? He had to be led to him. And that's our task, Christian. We're to lead all those blind people to Jesus and stay with them and disciple them and help them along the way. But I love this because I love that Jesus asks him... Even though it's so obvious, Jesus still makes it personal and he asks blind Bartimaeus, he asks him specifically what he wants from him. Verse 51, so Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? And I'll just stop there for a second because I feel led in the Holy Spirit today, by the Holy Spirit today, to ask you that same question. If Jesus was here today physically, standing right here, and he came up to you individually, and he asked you simply this, what do you want me to do for you? What's the one thing you want me to do for you right now? Think about that answer. What's the one thing you would ask Jesus to do right now? And I tricked you because you got another test today. Because that was a test. What was the first thing that popped into your head? Not the second thing. Not the thing you wrestled with and said, well, that's not spiritual enough. I need to switch over to something more spiritual. But what's the first thing that popped into your head when you thought about that question? That'll tell you a lot about where you're at with the Lord right now. Was it selfish? Was it self-focused? Was it focused on others? Was it physical? Monetary things? Possessions? What was it? Only you know, it's okay. Because the Lord knows too. But it should help you to know where you're at with the Lord. What's the one thing you would ask Jesus to do for you today? And this is what I love about our Lord is we can ask him every day. We can go boldly to the throne room of grace. But it continues and said, the blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. And this is wonderful too, because another one of my favorite passages in scripture, they all are, but. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit golgothafellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, 
and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, golgothafellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.